an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, today on the podcast, I have Melissa Zosky, and she is an energy and wealth alignment expert. She is a master healer. She knows the healing codes, EFT, the emotion code, the law of attraction. She's trained in kinesiology and more. In this episode, Melissa and I talk about energy and wealth alignment. We talk about the science behind how you change your mindset and how your mindset is related to the law of attraction. Melissa has worked with hundreds of women and men from around the world who are mostly entrepreneurs to achieve success, health, and happiness. She is the creator of Shining Mentor Magazine and has been featured as a guest in worldwide summits, podcasts, radios, and blogs. She has her own podcast called The Energy of Business and Life Show. You can find out more about Melissa at melissazoski.com. But for now, here is Melissa Zoski. Let's get started. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right. Today in the podcast, I have Melissa Zosky, and I am very excited to talk to her because she has a special way of helping her clients to achieve success in their business. So she is definitely energy-based in the way that she works with her clients, but she also has a very entrepreneurial energy, which I love. I also, you know, I dig that. (laughs) And she has a unique way of helping her clients. So I want her to share that. But first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. So how did you get started with what you do now? Oh my gosh. So it started off with like many of us through going through some extreme pain. And that part of it was my health. Part of it was financial. So when our finances hit during the 2008 bubble, um, I was already into energy and stuff before that, but the 2008 bubble really took us down financially. And that financial stress really hit my health. And you know what they say, if you don't have your health, you have nothing, right? Right. So I tried everything from raw food diets to acupuncturists to Eastern Western medicine. I did all of it. I did all the things and some things helped, right? But what it was, what I found it was, the law of attraction, our thoughts, our beliefs, and energy was really what I started to focus in on. I felt it in my heart, my soul. I knew that if I could just change how I was feeling about everything, that I could get my health back. And so I started that process with combining LOA, law of attraction and energy at the same time, digging real deep into my ancestral programming and patterns once I did that, oh my gosh, girl, it was incredible. It was like, I mean, it wasn't like it happened overnight. I noticed the shifts, right? I noticed things started to change. I noticed I was more relaxed. I noticed that I had more trust and faith that God's source universe had my back, that everything was working for me, that I was learning major lessons and all this, right? Mm-hmm. And it took some time, like a very short time, like six months after working 
quite some time of feeling like I'd taken a sleeping pill every day and being in massive pain as well. Within six months time, the transformation was so radical. I started feeling better. The pain started lifting. I started interacting with people better relationships for that were off for like 20 years plus were healed. And then I noticed something else. I was feeling so much better. Oh my gosh, my health is great. When you have your health, your health is your wealth. I'm like, Oh my God, I feel so awesome. What I wasn't paying attention to as close was that our finances were also turning around and they were, I mean, I'm literally, we had like a thousand dollars in our bank account and that's it. And we have four kids, mortgage, house payment, everything. I was like, we had money on paper, but we didn't have access to it in liquid. So we were like, that was stressful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. So over that six month period, all this stuff started coming to us and our income started, I mean, it quadrupling, like making several hundred thousand in a year. So it like, it's, I can't even like put it into words. It was like mind blowing. And so of course I was like, what's happening here? I noticed that my business was getting really successful. I noticed that I was feeling so much better. The world looked different. Mm -hmm. And so that was the beginning of my journey for really digging deep and trusting. Now I played with energy for my whole life. I mean, I've seen some weird stuff. Yeah. What what does that mean to you? Like played with energy, Mm -hmm. seeing some stuff. What stuff did you see? I felt it. I knew I was being protected. I actually heard things come up like my name would be called just weird, like paranormal type stuff. You know what I mean? I knew that I had a a deeper connection and I could feel that intuition all the time. And I usually listen to it, but you know what? There's a difference between kind of hearing it and actually trusting it 100% and moving forward with that intuition. Right. And so I'd never really embraced it 100%, at least knowingly. Yeah. There were some things that like I met my husband when I was 19 and I knew, and I wrote in a book, I'm going to marry this man. And I did. And it was like, we're still together. I knew it. And so there's a lot yeah. of similarities between what you're saying and what I've experienced. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> we're sisters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Go ahead. No. no, it's just amazing. So we just go throughout our life and we kind of like go on autopilot. Some of us are tapped into our intuition without even knowing it. And we make decisions, but I'm more of an emotional centered being. So going off of my emotions more than my trust and my intuition was what led me astray more often than not. Mm-hmm. So learning that those emotions were a lot, oftentimes they weren't even mine. They were absorbed from other people right? or they were programmed in me from generations back. So the ancestral beliefs, all that stuff that goes back. I mean, I go back 20, 30, 40 generations often. Mm-hmm mother's side, father's side, wherever it's coming from, I find it, clear it. So once I figured that was like missing link for me on really moving forward faster, it helped me really start to trust and tune into my own intuition more and more over time. And it's just changed my life. I'm so grateful. Yeah. Well, once we've recognized that energy is all there is, things start to move a lot faster. So you were, you were super sick and in a lot of pain that started lifting and your finances got better. Like did you change careers or like, because you have kids, were you at home? Was your nope. husband working? No, I was doing some energy work, but not a lot. You know what I mean? My husband had his business, but it was during that he's a build design firm. So housing bubble bursting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like crash. And we had invested a ton, all of our money basically in land because land is supposedly untouchable. You know right, what I mean? Right, and it right. was like crash. So that, but, and then people weren't getting work. 
Mm-hmm. People were not, when you're in that housing bubble, if maybe you're young, too young to remember, but no, I, um, I do remember. Look so youthful anyway. I, I'm um, 41. <laughs> <laughs> but it was stressful. And so he just didn't have any work lined up. And all of a sudden he had jobs that nobody else was working. And it was like, wow. I mean, he is an amazing guy, I have to say, but yeah. it was like, he, he's got the best energy too. I have to say, have to add that. But it's just like, these things were so odd. They just were like miracles. And so I really truly believe that it all aligned because of the work that I was doing and just keeping that positive mindset and trusting and knowing that everything is going to work out for you. Everything works out for you, not to you. Dude, it's like talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh, this happens. There's been a couple of people on the podcast where I'm like, that's just like looking at myself talking. Um, (laughs) I love it. So, all right, cool. All right. So just curious, like, are your kids into energy as well now or no? They kind of get freaked out. Like a couple of them have actually felt it. Like I can feel energy and you can actually feel the like rolling around your body. And one of them in particular was like, I don't like that feeling. It freaks me out. And they're feeling it. (laughs) So like my one son, he writes his goals and they almost always come to fruition. Almost all of his goals, we write them down the beginning of the year it's like they come true. It's the craziest thing. So we are big on intention. They're not as into it as much as I am, but they are very much manifestors. Yeah. It's interesting because I have a a six-year-old, well, actually just turned seven-year-old son and he's into all this, but like doesn't pretend to like be as passionate about it. It's almost like it's part of him. So therefore he doesn't need to talk about it or something. I think maybe that might be true with your kids too. So when you're working with clients and they are basically where you were, right? What year was that, by the way? So it was 2008 or? Yeah. Yeah. It was around that. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when you were going through all that and you were releasing these limiting beliefs and you were seeing that the ancestral trauma was being changed, morphed, and you were being upgraded, like how did you translate that into how you help people now? Like it took me a while to figure out like what the hell was going on for real. And like how to replicate. So how do you find those 30, 40, 50 generational patterns? Like what's that look like for you? Well, first off, I was, I was really passionate about what I was, as you probably know, we feel better and we want to tell the world, Mm -hmm. like I have to share this because that's what I'm supposed to do. You just know it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I worked with people at first straight up, just healing, helping them with their physical with their bodies, pain, some emotional too, because it's all connected, right? And so working with them and seeing the transformation, but a lot of them that came to me were like entrepreneurial type people. And so then I'd be like, well, have you done this? Have you done that? And are you doing this? And are you tuned in? And are you taking those steps that you need to do to be aligned to take your strategic guided action, right? Mm -hmm. So I was always like working with them on that. It started transforming from working with people suffering from, hey, most of us have we teeter on the edge when you're in that healing industry, you teeter on the edge of being unhealthy or healthy because of all the energy that's coming in all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's finding that balance. So just working with them and getting excited about that. That's what brought me to working with entrepreneurs and business. But the other side of that was how do I find the generational? How do I find these things that are keeping us from moving forward and living our best lives, living our dreams And that is digging deep into your ancestral roots. And for me, it's using different forms of energy testing, which could be in the form of like muscle testing on yourself, remote testing as a surrogate, 
I use a different form of energy testing that I do inward that's internal. And then I can test myself on the outside if like I'm having a migraine or something like that. Sometimes I need an extra little step to make sure I'm still on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very lucky. I can still work even with headaches, which is really great if I get those. But I test to see, is it mother's side? Is it father's side? How many generations does this go back? What is at the root core of this? Like, for instance, the belief, I'll just use a simple one. I'm not good enough. Mm. Think Nobody about has that one. Pick belief. a different one. Oh, no. Nobody has, I'm not good enough. <laughs> I'm not good enough to do this. Okay, so if you have that belief and we find it started 20 generations back, mother's side, and it was around some kind of abuse or trauma, maybe a person very influential in their life, a, a father treated them really badly, telling them they were worthless. Mm -hmm. They weren't good enough. We clear that. And the beauty of that is it comes all the way through to our timeline into our children. Mm -hmm. So it's clearing that frequency and anything else that's remotely close to that. It's really grabbing those and clearing them at the same time. Let's talk about that. Because people are like, what? No way. (laughs) (laughs) It works. It works. It does. And and the reason why, I mean, I know you're into quantum physics and understanding how this is all connected. From my understanding, what happens, and you can add to it if you want, is that when we clear the energy from the past, all that energy is stored in our DNA and it's yes. information keeping us safe, right? Mm-hmm. And we naturally think, okay, so if I know my value, then that's dangerous, right? Because that's the program really, I'm not worthy. So when we finally figure out or release that trauma and figure out that we're worthy, then we can go forward. And then there's a rewriting of the DNA and your kids have a link to your DNA, obviously, because they're your DNA (laughs) and the light photons come out of the DNA and they will inform the kids through their DNA that there is a new update, kind of like your software. Love it. So that's how it really works. And this is all energy based. So it's hard to comprehend, but I, I I tell people all the time, I'm like, you don't really understand why you can see people on television (laughs) playing football and it looks like they're right in front of you if you get close enough and it's so clear, but you don't really understand the mechanics of it, but it's actually there and it's happening. And so, and you're enjoying it. So energy is all around us and and we can either choose to understand it and use it, or we can just be among it and just not really use it to our benefit, but that doesn't make much sense. I know, right? (laughs) I always say, hey, we use these phones all the time, these cell phones, but we don't know how they work, but we trust that they work. Right. Definitely. And it works. Yeah, it does. So once we update those things, then people start to see a shift in their lives. Mm -hmm. It takes time, obviously. Mm -hmm. I believe that it's the reticular activating system that winds up shifting and causing. So the DNA then talks to the whole system, then the system starts to shift in the mind and the mind sees the world differently. And then they start choosing differently. So they start seeing how they're of value. What are some drastic shifts that you've seen with your clients? Like, can you, can you share some stories of working with people and what you've seen them accomplish after releasing a long held trauma or program? Yeah, I want to go back really quick on the belief that I'm not good enough. When people have just something somewhat simple like that, your cells, everything, like you were saying, information, your cells hear that. So it's not just, I'm not good enough to have clients and do a business. Your cells are saying, I'm not good enough to repair. I'm not good enough to heal. Your liver doesn't detox. Your body doesn't know how to function properly. Relationships come into your life, right? So this is going into what you're asking next. Relationships come into your life that are treating you like you aren't good enough Mm. because you're putting out that energy of 
I'm not good enough. I have no value. So you surround yourself with that negative energy and that's what you attract. Now on the flip side, when you just ask that, what do I see in my people? How are they seeing transformation? Well, just from that one thing, it's better relationships. People come in, they see your value, your worth. They're like, oh my gosh, I want to work with this person. She is like, whoa, amazing. I need to work with this person. Your body gets better because it's hearing, I can do anything right. Like we're the president of our own country, right? Our cells are hearing everything that we think and hear. So if we're feeling good enough, just that one belief out of thousands, millions of thoughts and emotions, right? Just one. We're thinking that way, our body starts to function. Our lymphatic system starts working. We start healing. We Mm -hmm. feel better. We have more energy. And the same thing with relationships. Like I said before, it's just like everything comes together. Every in your finances, you start attracting, like with my husband and his business, and that we start attracting those situations that we can build. So that's what my clients see. One of my clients right now started with just basically a hobby in her business. And she's just in months, she's having her first 20K week. So I'm like, like this is amazing. And so it's just shifting those feelings, taking the aligned strategic action steps so that you can create this life and business and relationships and health. It all is one. When you work on one thing, you work on everything. Right. Well, and, and so I just want to mention, so really a lot of what she just said could be considered woo woo, but here's the science. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Give me the science. Yeah. Right. Like, so uh, a lot of people are like, follow the law of attraction. Once you start healing one thing, it helps everything else. This is where modern Western medicine is falling short, where people are not understanding the power that they have within their own body. When we release these triggers, we wind up being in the parasympathetic nervous system, which causes us to rest, digest, and heal, which causes our immune system to get boosted, which causes us to be more creative and have access to our intuition and to see all available options. So if you are sick, if you are thinking you're not good enough, if you think that you are unworthy, your energy is contracted and you are going to miss opportunities, you are not going to feel good. Your energy isn't going to be circulating. You aren't going to be having connection and you're not going to be trusting other people. So it's like, it's so, it's, it's, to me, it's so simple and it really just boils down to this that it's either we're in the parasympathetic where we're rest, digest and heal, or Mm -hmm. we're in the fight or flight. And we want to be in the parasympathetic because that's absolutely life. Yes. I mean, stress, they've already proven that stress takes your health down, right? Mm -hmm. And we've already addressed the health is your wealth. And if you're not healthy, you're not going to be doing anything else in your life well. So that one aspect of it, and the autonomic nervous system being imbalanced is super, the most important thing, right? We need to be in balance. So right. Yeah. I love how you just put all that. It's like, you're good at what you're good with words. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So you had mentioned earlier about absorbing other people's energy Mm -hmm. and thinking that it's your own. And I just wanted to like, bring that home because a lot of people listening to this podcast, and I'm sure listening to your podcast Mm -hmm. are into energy and are picking up other people's feelings. I mean, for me, I was picking up people's feelings, but also their problems and their sicknesses and things like that. Like my eyes would hurt if they had pink eye or their, my teeth would hurt because they had a toothache. I'm super sensitive and everybody does have it to a degree. They just don't realize it. And so you're, you were talking about how you used to pick up people's emotions. Mm -hmm. And what did that look like for you when you realized like, whoa, what is going on here? Like, clearly these aren't my emotions and I need to do something about that. Oh my gosh. When I first saw it, I just wanted to run from people. (laughs) (laughs) Become a recluse. (laughs) 
that is what happens. And I say that all the time. Chronically ill people are energetically sensitive people because chronically yeah. ill people think that people are dangerous underneath it all. They have <laughs> removed themselves from the, the source of their trauma. But that's we come here to connect. Isn't that ridiculous? Mm -hmm. So we need to figure out how to help these empaths to release other people's energy that's in their space and to have more seniority over their own energy and to use it as a superpower ultimately. Right. One of the simplest things I do is I do, I'm sure you do as well. I, I protect myself all the time with different forms. One of my favorite ways is just to shields up, just to either zip it up or shields up. Yep. And I always say only love in, only love out, only good in, only good out. And I really intend to, when I'm working with people, to only take in that good energy. And sometimes it's still, even for myself, having done it for years, it can still be a struggle depending on what we're going through in our daily lives, our family, sure. with other people's health, with struggles that we have, we're human. All yeah. these things are always happening and, and shifting. So it's all about a daily practice of protecting yourself, but don't hide, don't become a recluse. Mm -hmm. Just only good in, only good out. And then if you find yourself getting weak, then it's time to sit down, really go inward and find out, okay, is this something that's happening from today, or is this something happening from generations back? We start asking the questions, question. follow the emotional breadcrumbs. That's what I call it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I was teaching a class earlier this week, and one of my students was like, I knew I should have protected myself and not when I was hanging out with family. And I said, you know what? Don't beat yourself up about it. Like, you can make mistakes, you can hang out with family, pick up some energy or whatever. But then I believe that there's also the possibility that she didn't protect herself because. She was mm -hmm. trying to poke some energy that she needed to see and heal. So, Absolutely. I mean, a lot of times we judge ourselves and be like, oh, man, I thought <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. But like, use that as an opportunity yeah. to take that next step in your healing. And and like you said, follow the breadcrumbs, follow the energy, mm -hmm. see if it's multi-generational, whatever. There's a lot of different reasons why we might be feeling something and uh, why we might be blocked. So right. it's really a process of figuring it that is. out. Yeah. I know it is. It's like being a good detective, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's dig in. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of people think that because we meditate and we have crystals or whatever, or block our energy, you know, it, it does sound, it, yeah, right. <laughs> She's holding a crystal. I just don't even, cause you know what? It gives me anxiety that I got to clear them. And I'm like, I got to worry about myself. Right, <laughs> I got to exactly. remember clear myself, but we sound woo woo, but in the end it is based on actual scientific principles, quantum physics and entanglement and all these other things. Law of attraction is really about like attracts like, and, and these are real life principles. And we have kind of uh, poo-pooed them for too long, I think. And, oh, 100% agree. Yeah. It's time to really integrate them into our daily lives really so that we can be healthier and happier and create the life that we really want. So how do you see those blocks of energy in people? Well, seeing them we all have different, my Claire audio, my Claire audience. I mostly hear and I can see some too, but usually it just comes to me before I was talking to you earlier before we got on the call about how, when I'm working with people, oftentimes when you're first starting, you use forms of testing to see, okay, is this mother's side? Is this father's side? What emotion is this? And you follow the emotion back to the earlier event, right? That's how mm -hmm. when my first energy love was EFT. So it's always about finding the earliest event we can in our consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. Well, oh, there's so much that is subconscious, like then you're only getting a little tip of the iceberg, right? Because right, totally. underneath that huge iceberg is a massive 
chunk of ice waiting to take me on the Titanic. So let's yeah. pause right there. Cause I, I don't think we've really <laughs> talked about that yeah. on the podcast. Like 90% of mm-hmm. you is mm-hmm. really running on autopilot and yes. there's like 10% that's usually conscious. I believe that the more we do this, that's why we are considered awake. I guess we go yes. past that yeah. 50% point where we at least we're half in yeah. half out. Yeah, maybe exactly. more, the more awake you are. We're unfrozen. We're thought out, man. Yeah, no, I know. Right. Sometimes it's like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to know all this stuff. So I do take breaks yeah. from being so aware because it is a lot. But yeah, so it's important to recognize that a lot of times we're running off of subconscious programming. And that's why we're a little confused because yes. we're not really aware of what we're listening to in my, yes. our mind or why we're doing things. When we first start running, I love it. I love talking to you. So when we first start doing this journey, we're, we're feeling the relief from those very few things from this lifetime. I mean, we've got, like you said before, lifetimes of generations in our DNA. It's programmed into us. It's replaying 24-7, whether we know it or not, right? Mm-hmm. So we get rid of all the little things in our lifetime that some are big things, but it's in only in our lifetime when you start going back. And so I usually test people to say, okay, is this something from even in utero? Mm-hmm. So like you were talking about earlier about your children, the energetic umbilical cord. It's how we're attached to them energetically at all times. Mm-hmm. That's why we know, oh, something's wrong with my kid or mm-hmm. they're going to call. I need to call my kid. We know that all the time as the mother's intuition, right? Right. But I usually ask, is this mother's side? Is this father's side? How many generations back is it? I usually have an idea of the emotion because they've told me or I just feel it from them. I can see it. I can feel it. And you get that feeling of either fear or anxiousness or anger or whatever it is, confusion. It can be as simple as competition, whatever mm-hmm. it is. We go back and find out where that started. And once we find that earlier root, we tap into that energy. And once we start clearing it, the person, the person you're working on usually can feel that shift as well. They feel yeah. something lift massively and quickly. You know that from your clients too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, sometimes my clients will be like, well, I don't remember that clearly because it was another generation. Oh. <laughs> when you, when they like surrender to the idea of it, you can watch them all of a sudden start crying or like oh, yeah. their face changes or there's a visual effect that you can see this happening. Like their body's like tapped into that energy, figured it out, is now in the process of releasing it. And they're like, I didn't even know that was there, but clearly it was because all of a sudden now that I was open to the idea of it, I'm now experiencing the release of it. So yeah, it's it's very interesting that it, it can be from multi-generations. And I don't want people this to disempower people, right? Oh no, it's actually amazing. Right. Yeah. yeah it's an amazing tool to to recognize the fact that like maybe if something's not working out in your life and you tried all of the things, it could be something that you got from past generations. And it's empowering. Yeah. To know that maybe you're not as fucked up as you think. Yeah. This is not not even your problem. This, I I even said that this is not all your fault. This is not not, something that we brought in. And it's like, some people call, you know, there's the karmic belief and all this stuff. I believe more information, but I think it's all the same, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We're just going through it because it's our time to be the catalyst for change. Right. We are going to change this in ourselves and our future. And we learn so much from it. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. And to help others do it too. Briefly, I just want to mention something that I watched for intergenerational blocks, just to sort of kind of hit it home for people. Okay. A couple of generations back in one of my clients, her grandfather started a business and he was really super excited. He was being creative. He was taking a leap, all that stuff that you want to do. Right. And he wound up losing the business, but then consequently, because of the stress of it got very sick. So the program that was passed on to my client was if you start a business, you get sick. So, you know, 
Now, obviously, there would be a hesitation within the person to start a business. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get sick. Once we clear that information, that was based on that generation's time and what was going on and the tools that they had and the money and the blah, blah, blah. So it was very much just specific to that time period. And there's a different time period and there's you're a different person and you have different tools and all that. So we want to let go of some of those things. Granted, like our DNA and our cells and our mitochondria and things like that have these memories to keep us safe, but they aren't always accurate. And that's the whole thing that people forget is that our mitochondria is evolved from a bacteria. So it is not the most intelligent (laughs) recording device, but it's like, well, shit, I got to make a decision here and this seems dangerous. We want to override some or overwrite or override some of these problems that we might be having. And learning to decipher whether that inner guidance system, like what you're talking about, is coming from your intuition or is it coming from the fear from that earlier memory that's trying to keep you safe? You know what I mean? Earlier programming. It's just, and I want to also say belief. The word belief is just something you keep telling yourself over and over again. So even if you've created it in your lifetime, right? It's just something you've said over and over again. Belief doesn't make it true just because Mm -hmm. it's belief. And the word lie is in the word belief. So it's like, there's lots of those going on. So, and I don't think like that, those parts of you that are trying to keep you safe or trying to screw you over, they're actually trying to help, Mm -hmm. but they're outdated. Yeah. We just let them go. It's time to update. Right. I always say that to my clients too. Like a lot of our programming comes from the ages of zero to seven and you would not send a seven-year-old into a boardroom to make a decision. So like you gotta, you gotta go back and try to figure out what that programming is and how you see the world and change it to this new updated version of you as an adult with a lot more tools, a lot more access and a lot more knowledge and intelligence. Really. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. That's a perfect way to put it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, go easy on yourself if you're out there and you're wondering like, how do I take the next step in my business. That's why both of us love EFT, right? Mm -hmm. Because EFT helps to reprogram the brain and helps release these intergenerational programs that are inside our body and to rewrite the fears that we may have or whatever's holding us back. That's a tool that obviously in my podcast, I talk a lot about. Mm -hmm. And Emotion Code is another one that you're familiar with that I also am digging that I'm learning and um, playing with. It's it's really fast Mm -hmm. um, for rewriting these uh, programs and releasing these energies. So that's another way. And then obviously to doing the muscle testing. Yes. So I was afraid of muscle testing. I have to say for a while, because I was like, maybe I'm doing it wrong. But then I realized (laughs) I was overthinking it. For me, muscle testing is like, the reason why muscle testing works is because we are a group of cells, right? Communicating Mm -hmm. through energy. Mm -hmm. And if something is good for us, we will gravitate towards it. If something is bad for us, we will move away from it. Mm -hmm. And that's basically the idea of muscle testing. So when I am trying to test something for myself, I put it out in front of me. And if I move towards it, then my body wants it. If my body moves away from it, I'm like not happening right now. Sometimes we can get hyper to it. So it's like, we're kind of like, well, ah, what's this? Is this, this is exciting. Your body's kind of like going back and forth. And I'm like, you know what? My life's, I'd rather stay calm. I'm just going to like, put that aside. <laughs> next time I'll have that. So that that's one way to just do muscle testing super easily. But you also, most muscle testing happens when we use our arms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where we test it. And you said you have an internal process. Is that similar? What I just described? Um, well, from working with different forms of like muscle testing, like you were saying, remote muscle testing on myself for others being the surrogate, I have different forms. I've done the arm, I've done the fingers together, the sticky finger, a lot of, a lot of different ways of doing it. And we all have different ways that we're better at. So mm-hmm. 
you stick to those ones that you're really good at. After a period of time, what I realized was it was almost like I, people are like, are you psychic? I'm not, I don't consider myself psychic. I think we all have a, a somewhat of that ability, but what it would do is the answer would come to me first. And then I would double check myself. I know, (laughs) but I think it's just because I opened that door. I mean, maybe I should just own it, but I think you should. (laughs) Then I would double check it with muscle testing forever just to make sure I was on because I didn't want to freak myself out. Right. And now, most of the time, unless I have a headache or something that allergies or something that is like if I walk down the chemical aisle of the grocery store, sometimes that can throw me off. Mm. Like chemicals, heavy chemicals yeah. can throw me off sometimes. So hijacks or amygdala. Yeah. 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 So I would just see it. I will see the answer. I will hear the answer. I will sometimes That's feel the answer. Yeah. I will feel the answer. Yeah. The yeah. So it's like okay. the Claire's, the Claire's, I, I know, know. I I've got I, a little bit of each one. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's great. I mean, I think that's why we do the work that we do, right. So that we can become the pure essence of who we really are, yeah. which is an intuitive being, which is someone yes. who is full of love and only is giving out love, not coming from trauma. And I know yes. on your website, it's very similar in that it's talking about we become duller and duller and duller over our lifetime if we don't start cleaning off the things that are dimming our light. And we dim our light for various reasons. And there's trauma can get in there and that dims the light and all that. So why we do what we do is we want to become as pure energy. We want to be that beacon. We want to be that light to help other people as well. I mean, that's how I look at it too, is I believe that our um, people that we're meant to work with in whatever way that is are out there already that we're born and they're meant to work with us. Not that they're not meant to work with everybody else, anybody else too, but specifically they're meant to work with us as one of their guides, right? And if we don't show up and shine, if we're not standing up in our brightest, most powerful, amazing selves, they're mm-hmm. never going to see us and they're going to stay back and not get that elevation that they need. So we're really ripping them off by not standing up and being seen, right? Yeah. We're, not, we're not doing what we're meant to do. So, yeah. And it can be scary to be like that, to, to stand oh. up and, and show yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say to people like, who's your favorite artist? And would you, would you have preferred them to be like, nah, I think I'll just sing in my shower. <laughs> you're like, no, you're super grateful that they're out there singing and you get mm-hmm. to jam out on the radio while they're singing their favorite song or the thing that they wrote. And I always say that the genius that recognizes that in them is the genius that is somewhere in you that is ready to come out and express itself. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, it's been a delight talking to you. Thank you for being on the show. I can't, I'm going to be on her show in a couple of weeks. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to be on that. Tell everybody where they can find out more about you and how to work with you. All right. They can go to my website, melissazoski.com. I have a Facebook group, melissazoski.com slash FB group. And also I have my daily success ritual that really helps people level up their energy so that you can start attracting more of what you want in your life and business. So that's yes. melissazoski.com slash success ritual. And you awesome. can get give those easily. Thank you. Yeah. We all need to take time in the morning at least to yeah. that. And maybe you're somebody who doesn't want structure or maybe you are somebody who wants structure and that's cool that you offer that because some people oh, it's flexible. know what to do. Yeah. It's flexible. I do little pieces here and there depending on what comes to me that I need. You know what I mean? Yeah. But always having that set intention every day of what you want to create. That's just an easy step that you can do in 30 yeah. seconds. 
right? you got to plug in the GPS of where you're going and yes. get there. <laughs> Otherwise you stay in your garage with the gas on and not a good scenario. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting anywhere. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're amazing. Thank you so much. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show, website or other platforms, including text, images, audio or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.